This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Sochet. Episode 138 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in digital and social customer care. Also brought to you by Bluehost. The best web hosting for just $3.95 a month Bluehost is the number one recommended web hosting service by WordPress.org. Every account features one-click WordPress installation. Plus, Bluehost's trained in-house experts are there to help 24-7. Their robust help center includes guides, video tutorials, and more. You can try them and love them, or get a refund within 30 days of signing up. Your satisfaction is their top priority, and they're confident you'll be pleased with their services. So head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the Bluehost picture for more information today. Hello, Social Pack. Welcome to Manic Monday. Oh, I hope you had a great weekend. How did you like the entire week last week of covering Social Media Marketing World 18? We covered stats. We talked about what they were saying about chatbots. We talked about wisdom from Dan Gingis and wisdom from Shep Hyken. And then we dive deep into Shep Hyken's five steps to dealing with moments of misery. So if you missed any of those, head on back and have a listen, and we will be right here for you when you get back. Now, because of all the information that we got last week talking about how important chatbots were going to be to strategy, we are talking this week all about chatbots. So we'll be diving into measuring, strategy, looking at the future, all of that is going to be coming together right here this week, so you don't want to miss it. But before we get into that, I do want to make sure you're aware of a few things. I am going to be speaking at Smart Customer Service 2018 this year, which is at the Renaissance Washington, D.C. Hotel. It'll be held April 9th through the 11th. So come on out and see me. Tweet me if you're going to be there. I'm at at And I'm going to be excited to talk to you if you're there about what's going on with your program and what kind of strategy you're running for digital and social customer care. This event should be a really fantastic one. It's focused completely on customer service, and they've got Brian Solis listed as the keynote speaker for this event. So that should be a really great time. If you were at Social Media Marketing World 2018, you also got to hear Brian talk because he was a keynote there, and he shared with us that he hasn't really been speaking much because he's been focused more on research. So maybe we'll get to hear a bit about that research at Smart Customer Service 2018. Also want to let you know that I'll be covering and moderating the Insight Group's Customer Service Summit West. Yeah, that's right. Normally they have this on the East Coast in the fall. But this year, they're adding a West Coast leg that's going to be in San Diego, June 7th and 8th. So make sure that you look into getting your tickets now. You can find out information about both these events by going to sociallysupportive.com slash CSS West for the Customer Service Summit West. 
and sociallysupportive.com slash smart2018 for Smart Customer Service 2018. And I'll let you know too, my new book is coming out soon. So if you've already signed up for the social pack, then you're good to go. Whatever excerpts I'll be sending out soon will come straight to your inbox. And if you're interested in getting excerpts from that book and you haven't signed up from the social pack yet, don't worry about it. Just go ahead over to sociallysupportive.com, sign right up, promise not to spam you, and then that way you'll be up to speed and have the latest information that's coming out from the book. Okay, let's move on to today's inspiration. Today's inspiration comes to us from Matt Bevan, who said, I would encourage you, be informed. Knowledge is power. And our book of the day by Bill Price and David Jaffe is titled, The Best Service is No Service, How to Liberate Your Customers from Customer Service, Keep Them Happy, and Control Costs. So what are we talking about today? Well, I, as I said, am going to be sharing information with you all this week about chatbots. And since it is Manic Monday, you know that we cover numbers, measuring, reporting, workforce management, that kind of stuff, because I want to transition you from that happy weekend that you had back into the numbers and being prepared to talk to people about statistics and reports and all of that. So I have got for you here 11 important chatbot program metrics, because if you're thinking about all this chatbot information we brought back from Social Media Marketing World 18, then you might be interested in knowing what you should be measuring about your chatbot program. And this episode was informed by CMS Wire's article titled Eight Ways to Measure Chatbot Program Success, which was written by Dom Nicastro on March the 7th. And as per usual, this episode focuses on one aspect of the article that he wrote, and we're going to dive deep into that. But there's a lot of great information in that article. So the 11 metrics that I am covering is only one of the eight ways to measure chatbot program success that he talks about. Highly encourage you to head on over to sociallysupportive.com slash episode 138, and you can click through to see the original article there that Dom wrote. So are you ready to take a deep dive into these chatbot program metrics? Okay, let's do it. 11 important chatbot metrics. Here we go. Number one, total sales value. What? Yes, I know that you may not think of sales value as something that you want to be measuring if you're doing a customer support program, but that's exactly why I put it on this list. Because as you know, you can generate revenue with your customer care program over social media. KLM is proof positive of that. And if you want to hear more about that, you can roll all the way back to episode 30, generating revenue with social customer care, because we talk specifically about an article that covers KLM and how much money they are making by selling airplane tickets in their social customer care department. After they answer questions, they go ahead and sell those tickets. And so you can be doing the same thing with your customer support program over social media more than likely. So if you are doing sales with your social customer care program, make sure that you are capturing the total sales value that your chat bot is creating for you. If you've got sales that are able to happen inside of that chat bot from your social customer care department, make sure you're capturing those. Number two of 11 is customer support savings. So 
Now, back on episode 50, we talked about calculating social care return on investment with Himadri Sarkar from Cognizant, and he shared all the details about what you need to do in order to calculate the return on investment of your social customer care program. You can use those same principles to understand how much it costs you to build your chatbot, how much it's costing you to run your chatbot, and how much you would have spent if it were customer support agents that were doing those transactions for you. And that will give you the delta between what you would have spent and what you are spending, hence giving you the savings. That's very simplified. When I say it like that, it sounds like you could just do it on a napkin real fast. But unless you've already got your finance team involved in that, you may need to have them get on the phone and get a little deeper into that. But essentially, and very simplistically, that's what you're going to be doing. And you'll want to make sure that the savings that you're realizing are worth the investment that you're making in the time that you're spending on the chatbots. And most importantly, you want to be able to articulate what that savings is. Third of 11 is percent change in NPS. NPS, of course, is your net promoter score. And very high level, the net promoter score is that question on your customer satisfaction surveys that you ask, how likely are you to recommend our company to your friends or family? And the answer to that question lets you know what your score is in terms of net promoter score. Companies like USAA tend to have the best net promoter scores ever in the universe, USAA and Chick-fil-A, things like that. So you want to understand what is your net promoter score before you have instituted chatbots and you call it your baseline. What is your social customer care net promoter score before chatbots? And then for those same questions that you're deploying chatbots to answer, find out what your net promoter score is when the customers are using the chatbots specifically. This will let you know if the customers are enjoying the experience more or less when they're interacting with a chatbot. Fourth of 11 is your operations cost. Now, This harkens back to the customer support savings, but you want to understand what does it cost you to operationalize this chatbot. And what you'll be taking into account is the transactions that are wholly just run by the chatbots with no human interaction, but you'll also want to take into account the transactions that fail over to an agent So then you have to add in the cost that you have from the non-agent, just chatbot interaction, and then also add in the cost that you're going to get when you have to flip over to an agent. That way you can understand a real true picture of what it costs you to operate these bots. And of course, there's development costs, there's all of the programming and all of the training, all of that. You'll want to report on that however your company is used to reporting on that. 5 of 11 is number of active chatbot users. You'll want to understand what percentage of your consumer population is engaging with your chatbots actively. So what if you spend all this money and you deploy this chatbot and you give customers the option to use it or the option to not use it? What percentage of your consumer population is actually taking advantage of the chatbot? That's important because if you spent, for example, $3 million to deploy this chatbot 
and only 1% of your customer base will engage with it may not be a cost-effective thing for you to move forward without understanding why you have such a low take rate on this chatbot. Number six of 11 is number of bot sessions initiated. You want to understand the total number of interactions the chatbot is beginning with your customers. I would add to that that you also want to understand completion rate. You want to understand the difference between the number of bot sessions initiated and then the number of bot sessions completed because you want to know what your fallout rate is. Then on 7 of 11, we want to understand average daily sessions per user. This is interesting because you can understand your repeat rate. What happens if customer Susie goes into the chatbot and uses the chatbot, then exits the chatbot? Then you want to understand, does Susie come back? Because if you have an overall number of chatbot sessions initiated per day, you could have repeat users. And when you do have repeat users, I would go down that path further and say that you want to know whether those repeats were for the same reason or for different reason because that could indicate that the customer did not get a satisfactory answer from the chatbot the first time and then had to go back. So that's something that you want to have a look at too. 8 of 11 is average daily number of chats handled by bot. Now, I'm going to explain it this way. I interpret Dom's interpretation of this as being Each bot does its own particular task. So you have one bot deployed maybe to help customers with a payment interaction. One bot deployed to help customers complete a purchase. So you have different bots handling different things. So you want to understand which bot is handling which daily interactions, which type of interactions. That will help you understand how many payments are being processed through the bot, how many questions are being answered from an FAQ standpoint, which bot is doing which work. 9 of 11 is number of new bot users. This is important because if you're familiar with the marketing adoption bell curve, if you sort of imagine a bell where you start down low and then you come up high in the middle and then you swing down low again, You have your early adopters, which are on the bottom left of that bell, where there's just a few people who will be your early adopters. And then once you hit mass majority of users, you're at the top of that bell curve. So what you want to watch is you want to see in the very beginning, only a few people may start to use that chat bot, but you want to see are more and more people starting to adopt and be comfortable using that chatbot? Are you increasing the number of people who are using that bot? 10 of 11 is change in sentiment. Now, this is interesting. From a social customer care perspective, you may be used to us talking about sentiment in terms of how is the customer's mood? What is their attitude coming into an engagement? what happens during the engagement, and then what is their attitude when they leave the engagement? Do they seem aggravated or agitated when they come to talk to you about something? Do they get less aggravated or agitated? And then do they become neutral or positive in attitude or sentiment, as we would call it, as they leave? 
You're hoping that the customer's mood improves through the duration of the conversation. What you would be looking for with a chatbot is you would want the customer to come either, well, they're likely going to come negative or neutral. In a customer support situation, people don't tend to come super happy when they're asking questions about things that don't work. It's possible, you know, they might have just won something and want to know how they retrieve it. So that could be positive to positive. But holistically, you're usually looking at customers who are either neutral and just asking a question or they're upset about something and looking for assistance. But you want to see when they come to you, are they leaving happier than when they arrived? With a chat bot, if a customer leaves more frustrated or less happy than when they arrived, that could show that there is some sort of aggravation that is caused by the interaction with the chatbot. But you'll want to lay that against the same type of interaction when it's on a telephone or in regular social media with an agent. Because, for example, if a customer receives their billing statement and the customer is upset that your prices have increased, and they've noticed this on the billing statement, that could cause a customer to arrive neutral and leave negative in either situation. They're not frustrated really because they're interacting with a chatbot. They're going to be frustrated anyway because their rates have increased on their billing statement. So you want to be looking at like things in like scenarios where the only difference is the chatbot. So you want to make sure that you're really diving deep into these numbers and making sure that the only difference is the chatbot and that that would be the cause of the difference. And 11 of 11 for important chatbot program metrics would be retention rate. So what we want to understand is when customers come to you wanting to cancel their subscription, their services, their hotel stay, whatever that is, you want to understand if the chatbot experience is causing your retention rates to decline faster than they would if the person was speaking with an agent. There may be reason for you to want to make sure that your customers speak directly to a human agent or tweet with or chat with a human agent rather than going through a bot the instant that they say that they want to cancel reservations, cancel services, cancel their dry cleaning pickup order, whatever that is. You'll just have to see what it is that you're offering, what your price point is, and whether you have a hard time keeping your customers, keeping your reservations, keeping your business if it's running through a bot. That's definitely something that you want to consider. Today's episode was brought to you by craftbeerclub.com. Good people drink good beer. Get the finest craft beers from America's best microbreweries delivered right to your door. They search out exceptional craft beers from around the country and then deliver the monthly beer club selections direct to you or your gift recipient's door. You can choose an ongoing beer club membership or craft beer club gifts to ship monthly, every other month, or even quarterly. This is a fantastic gift for the craft beer enthusiast in your life. Give 1 to 12 shipments and receive up to 3 bonus gifts and an additional $25 bonus with your order. So head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the picture for craftbeerclub.com for more information today. 
Okay, guys, there you have it. There were 11 fantastic, important chatbot metrics to be looking at to measure the success of your chatbot program. Tune in tomorrow, which is Tech Tuesday, where we will be talking about chatbots again. Until then, and even after then, I am Frankie Soche. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll catch you tomorrow. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time. 